The Legend of Zelda. Snuggle down and cozy up. For tonight, we explore the wondrous world of Hyrule, a dreamlike land which has been created by three golden goddesses, Din, Faror, and Nairu, who have all but been forgotten today. The goddesses were powerful, wise, and courageous, and created this world you find yourself in, and this world reflects their power, courage, and wisdom. But these goddesses couldn't stay in Hyrule forever. They had other planets and worlds to visit, for they were protectors of many worlds and dimensions. With every creation of good, there is a darkness that lurks beneath, and Hyrule was no different. In fact, the goddesses had been constantly pursued by many creations of darkness, and had to build special relics to help them protect the worlds they'd created. They also had to assign a protector of the world. In this case, it was Link, a true warrior who had previously defeated the goddess's enemy, Gandorf. Hyrule had been relatively quiet for a few years now, but Gandorf was planning his return. Unfortunately, Link had left Hyrule on another mission, and Princess Zelda would need to protect Hyrule herself. But she was fine, as she had the relic the goddesses had created, the Triforce. Princess Zelda knew that only when there was trouble, the Triforce could be called upon but only by those who are worthy. She worried she wasn't worthy enough, but hoped that she'd learnt enough from Link to hold out long enough until backup came. One day, as Princess Zelda was walking through the palace gardens, she felt the ground rumble under her feet. Turning to the mountains, she could see one of the mountains collapsing being replaced by dark clouds that seemed to cover and hide glowing dark purple crystals. The clouds subsided to reveal a monstrous tangle of tentacles that started reaching out towards the palace and across Hyrule. Princess Zelda could see her land was in trouble again and headed to the highest turret in her castle to make an assessment on what needed to be done. She asked her special advisors to ride out to the cities, towns, villages and hamlets of Hyrule to warn the people of coming danger and to make sure they stayed at home and within their communities until the threat had passed. In truth, Princess Zelda didn't know if it would pass or whether or not she'd succeed without Link, but she was determined to keep her people safe. It had been a day since the monstrous mountain appeared. Princess Zelda's advisors had returned from their mission of warning the people of Hyrule, and the princess was keen to talk to them to see whether or not they'd come across anything odd or different during their travels. Having summoned them to her private office in her palace, she asked them what they'd seen, how the people were, and what their reaction was. All but one of the advisors said that the people had noticed the shift and were already locking down their homes. They were relieved that the palace had sent a message and said they'd await further instructions. But one of the advisors had said the town he went to warn was a ghost town. There was no one there. 
Usually, a busy and sprawling market village and a rest stop for weary travellers was eerily empty. He explained that he tried to knock on houses and shops, but no one was there. Or if they were, they were being extremely quiet and he didn't hear anything. It was as though the whole population had either been put to sleep or abducted. He couldn't get into any of the buildings. He also said that, as he mounted his horse to make his way back to the castle, he'd heard a strange sound from a nearby cave. He went to investigate and could see a glowing purple light coming from deep within the cave. Not being too far away from the source, the advisor decided it was best to come back and report his findings rather than take a closer look and explore the cave. Princess Zelda thanked him, thinking about her next move. The very next morning, just before dawn, Princess Zelda made her way out of the castle grounds and headed towards the cave her advisor had told her about the day before. It took about two hours to get there, and she stopped often to rest her horse and to try to see if she could notice anything else as she approached the purple haze. It had been a few days now since the crystals had first appeared, so it would be enough time for the princess to notice any changes in her kingdom. What she did notice was, as she got close to the cave, the animals were acting very oddly. They all seemed to ignore her completely, collecting lots of rocks and stone as if they were food. They were scuttling around, oblivious to anything, and she noticed that the animals had a very faint purple glow in the whites of their eyes. It was clear that whatever had landed in her kingdom was now starting to affect the animals and make them behave in a rather peculiar manner. Without delay, the princess jumped on the back of her steed and rode the last 45 minutes without a stop or a rest. If the animals were already affected, it wouldn't be long before the purple haze started to affect the people of Hyrule. Princess Zelda dismounted her horse at the mouth of the cave. The advisor was right. There was a bright light coming from deep within the cave, which seemed to be pulsating, as if it were a beating heart. The cave's walls appeared to swell and collapse with the emission of light, making the princess feel like she was looking directly into a breathing lung. It's the first time you see her, and you know she's seen you too. You have been waiting in the cave for her. Not long after you found yourself in Hyrule, you realized that you had been transformed into a majestic, turquoise-colored spirit animal. Half stag and half horse, you had been followed by other, smaller rabbit-like spirits called bloopies. At first you ignored them, but you soon realized they needed your help, but you didn't know what or how to help them. You had seen the princess's advisor come and go, and had watched as the animal's eyes had changed. You noticed that with every day, the power from the glowing cave had become stronger, making you beaker. 
But you knew you had to wait for something that would help you help the animals. The moment Princess Zelda appeared at the cave entrance, the weakness lifted and you felt a power surge through your body. You didn't know it yet, but you are the Lord of the Mountain, the magical protector of all animals of Hyrule, and you had been waiting for Princess Zelda. She was your missing piece. Princess Zelda is happy to see you and slowly makes her way to you with a smile. She knows who you are and what you're here to do. She explains the history of Hyrule and how your spirit animal protects the living creatures, both big and small. She tells you stories of your secret battles to help protect Hyrule and how you are the only being that can communicate and protect all the living creatures of the world. She describes how she feels the same pain as you do and that the pain represents the power of the purple crystals. As she strokes the fringe of your mane, she tells you that together you can beat this evil purple intruder and how she thinks it's a plot from Gandalf to try to take over the world. It becomes clear to you and you signal for her to jump on your back. With Princess Zelda on your back, you start making your way into the tunnels and towards the purple glow deep inside. Your turquoise light helps, and the blue piece help explore the roots, pointing out the quickest way to the source. Before long, you reach a large and open cave room, and here lies a glowing purple crystal the size of half of the princess's castle. Princess Zelda jumps off your back and walks cautiously up to the crystal. She puts her hand to touch it, but the crystal zaps her with a purple electric shock. Princess Zelda falls back, but gets up immediately, indicating to you that she's okay. She tells you that the crystal is a scout crystal from Gandorf and has been placed here to weaken the land before Gandorf's planned attack. If you destroy it, it'll scare Gandorf away. You try kicking it, but you get that too. It's not going to be easy to figure out a way to destroy it. As you and Princess Zelda try different ways to get close to the crystal, a blinding golden light appears from the other side of the cave, accompanied by angelic singing. Then, out of nowhere, three of the most elegant and confident women appear floating and circling a triangular golden relic. Princess Zelda recognizes them immediately as the golden goddesses and the relic as the Triforce. Their voices intensify as the Triforce makes its way across the room towards you and the princess. She grabs the Triforce and looks to you. Without even thinking, you raise your rear right hoof. The princess places the Triforce firmly in a perfectly carved out mold in your hoof. Use the power surging through you to smash through the crystal using the Triforce she says. Combined with your spirit and strength, the crystal should shatter and free us of this spell. The golden goddesses circle above your head. 
you can feel their power surging through you towards the crystal. The princess steps back, and when she's a safe distance away, you prepare to kick the crystal with your Triforce armed hoof as hard as you can. It feels as though your leg is going faster than it ever has done, and your hoof hits the crystal with a power you've never felt before. It's so powerful that your hoof goes straight through the crystal with hardly any resistance. The crystal shatters into glittering dust that falls like rain on you and Princess Zelda. It falls silent, and your glowing body keeps the cave light. Princess Zelda runs up to you and embraces your neck. The goddesses descend to your level, and you can hear their voices in your head. You have saved Hyrule and all that live with him. The spell has been lifted, and the animals are now back to how they were. Where have all the people from the village gone? asks the princess. They are back where they belong. They have been trapped in a parallel world, but now they are free, thanks to you. With that, the goddesses disappear, leaving the Triforce in your hoof. Princess Zelda carefully removes it and puts it away. Thank you for all your help and strength, she says, before she jumps on your back and you navigate your way out of the cave. You part ways with Zelda at the cave's entrance. She mounts her steed and rides away, waving and thanking you once again. The blue peas surround you, chattering with excitement. The animals around you graciously thank you. But you're tired and need to rest now. You find a thicket in the forest nearby, where you settle on some soft moss as the warm breeze strokes you to sleep. As you await your next adventure. Thank you.